0: Welcome to the More Than Anxiety Podcast. I'm Megan DeVito and I'm the life coach for stressed out and anxious women who want more out of life. I'm here to help you create a life you love to live where anxiety isn't holding you back. Get ready for a lighthearted approach to managing anxiety through actionable steps, a lot of truth talk and inspiration to take action so you walk away feeling confident, calm and ready to live. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode 47 of the More Than Anxiety Podcast. My name's Megan, and I'm so excited that you're here today. I just looked at this and thought, I cannot believe that I'm already on episode 47. That means I'm coming up like, what, episode 52? It's going to be a year of podcasting. That's crazy, and I'm having so much fun. So thank you for joining me. Today, I want to talk about limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are just thoughts that you have on repeat that you think are true even though they're not. These might be thoughts that you have about circumstances or about other people or what's going on around you. And they don't even have to be about you. They could be about how the world works or about how people deal with other people or even simple ideas that you think are true, even if they're not, and even though most of the time they aren't. So we're going to go pretty deep into limiting beliefs today. And I really want to talk about how they shape Your perception of yourself or of other people or of even the world. And I wanna talk about those origins like, where the heck did these thoughts or these beliefs come from? Then we're gonna go into how believing certain things keeps you stuck and sabotages you and really cracks your self esteem and your self confidence. And then, of course, how they all mix up with anxiety because I bring everything back to anxiety because I lived it for so long. And my guess is that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do too, or you wouldn't be here listening to a podcast about anxiety. So let's really dive into limiting beliefs. I have so much to tell you today, and I think this is gonna be very eye-opening from lots of different perspectives. So let's start with some examples of limiting beliefs. One could be something like, I'm not smart or beautiful or good enough to do this thing, whatever it is that you wanna do. Another one could be the world is dangerous and full of evil people, or I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. This one's sticky. I don't know how to. That feels very true. Like if I said, I need you to go launch a rocket, you might say, well, I don't know how to do that. But that doesn't mean it's actually impossible. It just means that currently you might not know how to do that, but you could learn. And the big one that I always go back to is I'm too anxious too anxious to do this thing. My anxiety will not let me. And I just want to call that one out for the crock that it is right now, because everybody on the planet feels anxious. Sometimes it's just what you choose to do with the feelings or the thoughts that you had. I feel like I need to make that a sticker and put it around all over the world. So everybody knows that you do not have to listen to that. It's just a limiting belief. Let's talk about how limiting beliefs shape how you see yourself and what you're capable of accomplishing in your life, in your house, in this entire world. Let's like let's just get right into that. When you fall into the trap of believing the limiting beliefs, instead of seeing these beliefs as opinions or only thoughts that are running through your brain, you're going to act as if they're true. So what I mean is, if you believe that you're not good enough to do something, you won't try and you won't learn how to do the thing. Even if it sounds fun or like a good idea, you'll continue to believe the thought that you're not good enough. You told your brain it was true. Your brain believes everything that you tell it, even if it's nonsense. So you won't do it. But that doesn't mean it's not possible. It just means you currently think that. If you believe the world is evil or dangerous you're going to assume that most people are bad or out to get you. So you'll avoid new places or new friends or new experiences just to stay safe. Then you start to feel angry and scared or even resentful of the world, all based on a reoccurring thought that became a limiting belief that everything is bad or evil or dangerous. That would suck. Like, There's so many beautiful, wonderful things and incredible people out there, but if you have the thought that everything's bad and dangerous, you won't ever go see it. If you believe that you don't have enough time or money, you'll say no to opportunities that could actually give you more time or more money. You'll miss experiences that make you feel like you are less instead of having less, neither of which is true at all. (laughs) So this keeps you right where you are, always saying no, always being anxious, always holding back and feeling stressed out and anxious and like you're less than someone else. And then again, resentful that other people can do things that maybe you feel aren't possible for you. And then there's this belief that you're too anxious. So when you feel that you're too anxious to do things, you are actually making yourself more anxious. You're teaching your brain, just like with all of these other limiting beliefs, that your thought is true And your brain believes it. So the next time you have the thought, it already believes you're too anxious, when in fact, you just feel anxious, but you're totally capable. So even more, all of these limiting beliefs can cause you to start to be really stressed out. And of course, like when you're stressed, that's just a precursor to more anxiety. We build up the cortisol. I've talked about all those hormones. We're not going to get into that too much today, though. So where did these crappy beliefs even come from? If the thoughts aren't true, why do you have them? If you've ever listened to almost any of my past episodes, you've heard me talk over and over again about your brain and its number one job. Limiting beliefs are just a way of keeping you safe. And safe is about as ambiguous as the beliefs that you're holding on to. And what I mean is, your anxious thoughts aren't true and your limiting beliefs aren't necessarily true either. The beliefs that you have about yourself could come from maybe where you grew up or how you were raised. And we see this all the time that we assume things like women should be friendly and they're so emotionally driven that they could never run things because they would cry all the time, which is insane, (laughs) completely insane. Uh, Or when we believe that boys should only play with trucks and girls should only play with dolls. Those are just weird old fashioned limiting beliefs. And lots of times the limiting beliefs we have are just passed down from generation to generation without question. It's not that these, all of these passed down beliefs were intended to keep somebody stuck or powerless, although, I mean, some definitely were, but they were beliefs of the time that we know now have they've expired and they just need to go out with the trash. There's other limiting beliefs though that could come from experience that you might have had in your life that created a core memory or a traumatic event maybe, And these might be mountaintop moments where you learned that you can speak up for yourself or you have to act without thought, or they could be moments where you were shamed or terrified because of how you were treated or something that happened to you. So if you were a victim of abuse, or if you observed something really scary or heartbreaking, you might think you're too weak or too anxious to handle difficult emotions or situations. Here's how we know that's not true. You're here today and you are doing things in spite of the fact that you have a horrible event in your past or a memory attached to that horrible event. You're still doing it. You don't like the memory. You don't like how it makes you feel. But the thought that you can't do it is totally bogus. You're here and you're already doing it when you don't think about it. So when you continue to believe all the thoughts that you have about who you are, Or what the world is like, or what you can handle, you create what's called a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you continue to act like that, according to these thoughts that you have, just to stay safe. Or if you say, I can't go on that vacation because the world is bad, you won't go, even though if you went, you might find out the world is beautiful. Am I making sense here? So, this could be to save you from embarrassment or from failure, or like I said, to stay safe if you think the world is bad, or even just feeling uncomfortable emotions. But every time you repeat the story, you make it true and your brain tags it as a success. It says, perfect, they didn't go. That means we, like, you know, we outsmarted the danger again. This is even when you're frustrated and you don't like how it's going. If you really want to be able to do something and you're seriously angry with yourself because you think it's impossible or you can't or you're not capable for whatever reason, it can make you really angry and resentful because you want to do it, but your belief, which is a lie, is not letting you. So when you say you're too anxious and you specifically avoid the thing that makes you anxious, you're just going to continue to be anxious about it and to feel terrified of whatever it is. Nothing will change until you stop believing the thought, even when you feel inside your body, when you feel anxious or have a ton of uncomfortable emotions. It just keeps being true, even though it's not based in fact at all, only in fear. So I heard a quote today from a friend of mine who is also a coach. Her name is Christina Arnold, and she's brilliant. You should check her podcast out too, by the way, and I will link that in the show notes. But the quote was, both fear and faith rely on the absence of data. Hold on a minute. Both fear and faith rely on the absence of data. We can't really back up fear with data because we can always find more to disprove it. And we can't really back up faith with data because that's why it's faith, right? It's being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we haven't seen. So you can believe whatever you want in your brain. If your brain says it's dangerous or true, you'll always find evidence for what you want. You'll just go on believing it until you find evidence to make that situation not true. And that can cause like a real thought explosion, something that you've believed for the longest time and all of a sudden you find some data to find out you were wrong That's hard, isn't it? (laughs) To go to a place where you're like, oh God, now I'm embarrassed and I have to admit that I've been wrong all this time. That's a great embarrassment to have. You just learned something else. But if you're looking for data in what you've already done in the past or to determine what you think you can do in the future, you don't have any evidence yet. So you'll continue to think you can't do it because you haven't done it yet. I love the word yet, you guys. So Before I go any further, I want to be clear on the difference between feeling anxious about something and feeling actual fear. Okay, because we can throw out the word I'm afraid and I'm anxious interchangeably, but fear is an emotional reaction to something specific. Like it's a real danger. If there's a fire and you feel afraid, that's fear. So fear is specific and real. The fear of anxiety is different though because the feelings are the same, anxiety is persistent fear. It isn't based on actual threats and it can come from anywhere from, I mean, you can feel anxious over a song on the radio or to a word that makes your nervous system go bananas. Like if somebody were to say a word, what is the movie? There is a movie where somebody, every time they say the word cancer, they're like, cancer, and they whisper it. That's a trigger word. And that's what I'm talking about. If you hear a word that would make you feel anxious. So when you're afraid, the fear is present, and you respond, and it goes down, and it goes away. When you're anxious, the feeling of fear is present, but there isn't anything to go away. So your brain keeps looking for ways to keep you safe, and sometimes that's by avoiding people or places. Sometimes it's checking things to be sure that you're not in danger or asking other people what they think. And since the fear isn't based on something like a fire or falling or even a prank, there isn't a problem to solve, which can keep your brain guessing and creating new ideas or beliefs about what could actually be wrong, except for nothing is wrong. So how do limiting beliefs you have make you more anxious? And what can you do about it? Remember that limiting beliefs are just beliefs that you have, but they aren't necessarily based in fact at all. They're just thoughts that you were taught or that you picked up, and maybe even sometime you actually felt really afraid, and then you believed that there was never-ending danger there. You might not even know why you have these beliefs right now, and if you're listening to this thinking that the stories you tell tell yourself are the God's honest truth, I just want to ask you to stay open to challenging yourself for a while Really look for the truth in what you think. And if you hear yourself saying, well, that's just what I believe, just know that you can stop believing things anytime you want. You just simply change your mind and remind yourself that you're choosing to not believe that anymore until it sticks. I one time convinced myself that I didn't like french fries or cheesecake, which is totally not true at all. And if I can convince myself of that, you can convince yourself of whatever you choose also if you don't like what you're believing, start telling yourself a new truth. If you're tired of telling yourself that you suck, stop saying it. If you're tired of telling yourself that you're too ugly and stupid, stop saying it. If you're tired of telling yourself you're too anxious and you can't do anything, stop saying it. When you have those limiting beliefs, even the sneaky ones, they work against you by stopping you from making changes that are going to help you do the things that you really want to do. So you might see this when you decide that you're going to speak up and you're going to ask for a raise at work. But then your little subconscious sneaks in and tells you things like, you are not smart enough for that and your boss hates you. (laughs) Neither of those things are true. They're just thoughts that make you feel a way so you believe them. Another situation could be, You swear that you're totally going to schedule your next doctor's appointment for a routine checkup. You're just going to go in and get checked out. But you get so anxious, even thinking about going to the doctor, that you procrastinate until it's been six more months and you still haven't gone. And with all the love in the world, we all have limiting beliefs. So be gentle on yourself here. These beliefs are there to keep you safe and to keep you comfortable You're not a a bad person or a jerk for having these beliefs. You're just stuck, feeling a little too safe and a little too comfortable on thoughts, just based entirely on thoughts. Since your brain believes whatever you tell it, and you've probably thought the same thoughts for a really long time, you've also probably found lots of evidence for why you're right. This is called confirmation bias. So if you're afraid the world is dangerous... Your brain will immediately find all of the dangerous and negative things on the news to prove you right. The same is true if you think the world is beautiful and safe. You'll see all the things that confirm what you already believe. If you think that brown eyed people are more soulful, and of course we are, then whenever you meet a soulful brown eyed person, you'll take that as proof and you'll discount all of the soulful, beautiful blue eyed people. I've seen this happen when I was working with my coach and also with women that I help. We start talking about the situations that they think make them anxious. And once we calm their biggest anxiety trigger, this could always be fearing the worst case scenario or thinking everything is all bad or all good, whatever it is. They start to see these other places where similar thoughts are sneaking in. And it is so amazing how much change we can get done in only our first round of coaching. In fact, I've had clients stick around for multiple containers just to keep picking out limiting beliefs that they've had. They're like, oh, I found this other place where anxiety just like, I keep feeling anxious about this. Because once you learn how to feel anxious and listen to what you fear and what you need, opportunities start to grow. And you start to try new things and then more opportunities start flying in. It is so much fun, you guys. So What do you do when you have these things that you want to do, but you feel totally stuck or you're feeling anxious, which often happens because of limiting beliefs? First things first, you have to get your nervous system in check. So you believe that you're anxious instead of believing that something much worse is actually the real problem because it's not. There are a lot of different grounding techniques that you probably already know. Um, They just bring you out of your mind and back into your body You can go to the show notes and grab my list of grounding techniques and use those right away. I'm going to put those out there and you'll start to notice that your body feels less anxious once you're calm, and then you can think clearly. And then the next step is to actually find that belief that's keeping you stuck. And this is where coaching is incredibly important. Since your thoughts feel real in your body and you've believed them for a while now, it can be difficult to find the thoughts and the beliefs that are keeping you stuck. We think what we think is true. And sometimes we even, like even when we know it's not, we still believe something because it feels true. So those thoughts are stuck in there. And a lot of times they are knotted up with emotions and stories and quote unquote proof, even though we might think, well, I know it's not true, but it definitely feels true. So we have to learn to unthink them or to think new thoughts. This is why it's so important to know exactly how anxiety feels so that you learn to listen to your body instead of your thoughts. When your brain wants to tell you all the reasons not to do something or why you're going to fail, your body knows otherwise. Once it's calm, it tells you everything you need to know about what is true and what isn't and what you really need. And this is exactly how we find the limiting beliefs that you have instead of the truth. I can help you with this. So one more time before we wrap this up. Limiting beliefs are only beliefs and they are not facts 98% of the time. Those beliefs come from how you were raised, experiences that you've had in the past, and you believe them to feel safe even though the thought isn't necessarily true. To stop being stuck and to do the things that you want to do or to stop repeating the same cycle that's making you feel anxious over and over again, you have to learn how to calm your body and figure out why you believe something. And to do that, you have to learn what the fear is, that, like what is it protecting you from? To talk with me about finding out what's holding you to those limiting beliefs, you gotta go to my show notes and you gotta schedule a consultation call because I can help you feel less anxious and trust yourself more and do all those things that have felt like way too much. So go to the notes, schedule a consultation call, or you can go to my website. It's just my first name and my last name, megandevito.com forward slash work with me. So go there. It's going to bring up my calendar. Choose the soonest day so you can get started right away. You guys are going to do so much amazing stuff, and I cannot wait to hear about it all on our call. Until then... Take care, and I'll be back next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the More Than Anxiety podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review so others can easily find this resource as well. And of course, if you're ready to feel more relaxed, have more energy, more confidence, and a lot more fun, go to megandevito.com forward slash work with me, or just to the show notes to talk to me more about coaching. See you soon.